The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Kia welcome along to Remember When. We're going to be discussing some of the trends and phenomena that defined our time as youth in Aotearoa. It's a very exciting session today because I'm joined by the spin-off's Lord of the Bulletin, Alex Bray. Hello. And, and also culture <laughs> editor, Sam Brooks. And today we are remembering when we listened to and loved New Metal. If you can name one band that defined new metal in New Zealand, or at least in your world, who would it be? I mean, there's two, right? Yeah. And one of them is the epic Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. And the other one must be Limp Biscuit. I would say Limp Biscuit is the other one, definitely. Yeah, right. They were enormous for a while there. Fred Durst was a, a legitimate A-list celebrity for a while. And he was still... <laughs> yeah. And he dated Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears, which I think people forget. I, did, I completely <laughs> forgot. Yeah. That's insane. Nookie was, I feel like, the first ever new metal song I ever heard. Yeah. That would be about the same for me. I don't know if it was that song particularly, but it was definitely um, the the primary school that I was at. There were, you know, the good kids and the sort of bad kids. And when I was about (laughs) 11, 12, I became a little bit more friends with the sort of bad kids. And they were listening to a lot of Limp Bizkit at the time. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah. What what happened to your, um, your outfits once you started getting into new metal? You start dressing in a lot more black, and I think you objectively start dressing worse. Like, <laughs> the thing is, of of all the genres, it's definitely one that has a definite look, but is mm. not fashion conscious. Like, I don't think the fashion ever caught on properly, and thank God it didn't, because... I don't, I don't know if that's quite true. Well, I mean, it depends how you, how you mean by caught on, because, like, it, a lot of people dressed like that. You know, a lot of people had the kind of jeans sitting a little bit lower than they should be, those, uh, like, the pretty, in hindsight, dreadful caps. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's you know. Mullets with a ch- ch- chain attached look, to them. I feel like there was, there was a lot of crossover, though, with the punk scene, you see, as well, in terms of fashion. So you had your, like, low-riding dickies and low-riding jeans and you had your wallet chains and your canvas belts. And, and like, hoodies and, like, the, like, cheap caps as well, like, always, like, with the, like... Front just bent, like yep. pre-bent. Did you indulge? In no, this? no, no. Okay. I'm struggling to see you, Sam, <laughs> dressed up like Fred Durst. But I would like to. Yes. <laughs> put that challenge out there. So you on Monday in a full <laughs> backwards cap and some sneakers. Don't yeah, yeah. Tease I actually me. don't think I own any sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it about New Metal? Do you think that really captured us? As someone who was about, yeah, like, I'm 11 or 12, I was angry at something, but I didn't know what. So listening to music that was so angry but had no relationship to, like, what I was actually, like, experiencing was a weird way to access my own anger mm-hmm. and have it reflected back at me. Mm-hmm. And also, like, other songs were just real catchy. Like, <laughs> like so much more and they hold up. we would give them Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, I, I definitely agree with that part of it, but I think at the time, definitely, there was something about new metal which was the complete opposite of try-hard. And at that age and in that particular cultural moment or ever the worst possible thing you could be is try hard mm. and 
it, like I remember at, at around about that age um, going to school dances and everyone beforehand would have had to learn like the dance to the ketchup song or something, you know, something <gasps> really ketchup. like over over performed and, and sort of really um, built up. And then you'd hear something like Limp Bizkit and it would be the complete opposite and you could just kind of go ham to it. Mm. And it, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it, that's probably why it, it struck a chord you know, especially with young males of, mm. of that time. Mm. And then you had also all these bands that they're putting out these really intense, emotional, quite a lot of anger tracks like that, and and then they'll throw in like the Behind Blue Eyes or you know oh, like Behind Blue Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sam's having like a physical reaction. Just had, I remember the music. Video, which was which used footage from that Halle Berry horror movie Gothica, mm. and it, and it just played on C four over and over and over. And I oh like I haven't heard that song, and it must be fifteen years. But now I you know exactly r- what you're remember doing. Remember every lyric. Yeah. As, soon, yeah. as soon as you leave the studio, <laughs> yeah. you're behind the eyes. You're probably going to follow it up with puddle of muds, blurry. Yeah, yeah. I was actually Ooh. listening to that before in preparation. It holds up. Yeah, it holds yeah. up. Well, like, these songs just do hold up. Like, they were of such a moment and, like, nothing really followed on in the wake in terms of genre. So, like, they're both of that moment but weirdly sound timeless at the same time. It it sort of splintered off into a whole lot of different directions. Like, and a a lot of it, it went towards the more... I, I mean, I'm going to offend someone here, but uh, there are so many subcategories of, of metal, but the more kind of pop metal side of like Evanescence or Disturbed yeah. or something, I think they all owe quite a lot to, to new metal. Yeah. But they kind of took out all of the, the hip-hop elements, which mm. probably made it exactly what it was, really. And that's what we need to talk about, mm. the hip-hop element. Yeah. <laughs> the, the D, these, these bands had DJs. Yeah. They collaborated with... I mean, Jay-Z and Linkin Park did a whole album together, oh, right? The, the Linkin Park reanimation album is still, like, I, I'm not even joking here when I say it's one of the highest uh, pinnacle pieces of art made in the 21st century. <laughs> I, I seriously, <laughs> seriously believe that. It, like, does hold up. And, like, I just remember watching so many, like, like montages that were set to Linkin Park songs. I'd like set mm. to One Step Closer in the end. Okay, in the end is my song, In the Car. If I want to <laughs> sing loud, but definitely don't want, in fact, I never want anyone to hear me singing. But, you know, it's like the windows are sitting at the lights, singing in the end, and just feeling every fucking word. Still to this day, that's been, that's been going on for decades. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that opening riff that just clicks you into that song immediately. That yeah. dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in the end, right? Not now. Are they all sound <laughs> the same a little bit to begin with? <laughs> Let's talk about Blindspot, who you mentioned at the top of the pod, because yeah. they were our quintessential new metal band. They saw this trend. They jumped on it. Boots and all got themselves a DJ. Yelled into some microphones. Um, did, they did the ba- they did the the angry songs. They did the ballad, <sighs> and they were huge. I mean, yeah. I I I don't I, I wasn't there at the time for the formation of Blindspot or anything, and wouldn't have been at all aware of it either. But would they have would they have jumped on a trend, or, or would they have already been there? You know, th- that was a reflection of culture for them already. I don't yeah, know. I, I mean, I can't of... speak for them, but I certainly. I mean, I I was around at that time. Right. I interviewed them a lot. 
and I feel like they might have um, had a band and added a DJ. I don't know if that's right. true. I don't right, know if that's hundred percent right, right, true, but right. they, but it was definitely you know it was uh, it was. Uh, I don't think that they changed their sound in particular. I just think that new metal. Mm. was their home. Mm. It was their spiritual home. And they were very good at it. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like, and they, like, sounded no different from the overseas bands. Like, Which was such yeah, a big yeah, you thing, could especially not, at that time, mm. right? So, yeah, mm. you could not say that this was a local band unless you already knew that they were a local band. Yeah, like, it just sounded like everything else on The Rock and on TEDM. Yeah, so if if, if Linkin Park are coming to town, if uh, Limp Bizkit are coming to town, if I can't even think, can you name some other bands? Corn. Uh, Who else? Um, <laughs> Stained. Stained. Yeah. Stained. We put Kill Switch Engage. Flyleaf. P.O.D.? P.O.D.? Yeah, absolutely. P.O.D. in there. If any of those bands are touring... Their support acts. Yes. Is blind spot. Because who else was there? Absolutely. My instinct is that there must have been a scene around them at the time, which I would have been too young to be part of or anything like that. I don't need to keep reminding us how young you are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) To Zan Prentice. (laughs) Prentice. It's like if it's either Good Shirt or Blind Spot are your (laughs) your opening act options. Oh, New Metal. New metal. New metal. New metal. The most offensive thing about it is how it's spelled. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- <laughs> it, I think that's just what makes it. It's, it's, the, it's the bow on top of oh, the present. Bless. Bless. Thank you guys so much for joining us for Thank this you, chat. Tina. Thank you, Tina, for recording. Thank you to the spin-off members who made this possible. And don't forget to subscribe. Kia ora e te iwi, Te Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.